Part One, Chapter Six of *The Luggage of Life*. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. *The Luggage of Life* by Frank W. Borum. Part One, Chapter Six: The Supremacies of Life life has a wonderful way of tapering majestically to its climax it narrows itself up towards its supremacies like a mountain rising to its snow-capped summit in the skies our supreme interests assert themselves invincibly at the last our master passions are in it the death let us glance at a pair of extraordinarily parallel illustrations paul is awaiting his last appearance before nero the old apostle is caught and caged at last he is writing his very last letter he expects if spared to spend the winter in a roman dungeon do your very best he says to timothy to come to me before winter and he adds the cloak that i left at troas with carpus when thou comest bring with thee and the books but especially the parchments under circumstances almost exactly similar paul's great translator william tyndale was lying in his damp cell at vilvord awaiting the final stroke which set his spirit free a few weeks later and as in paul's case winter was coming on bring me he writes a warmer cap something to patch my leggings a woolen shirt and above all my hebrew bible especially the parchments above all my hebrew bible the emphasis is upon the especially and upon the above all paul knows how isolated he will feel in his horrid cellar and he twice begs his young comrade to hurry to his side he knows how cold he will be and he pleads for his cloak he knows how lonely will be his incarceration and he says bring the books yet he feels that after all these do not represent the supremacies of life it is not on these that he is prepared to make his final stand but especially the parchments much as he yearns for the clasp of timothy's hand he is prepared if needs be to face the stern future alone much as he longs for his warm tunic to shelter his aged limbs he is prepared if needs be to sit and shiver the long winter through gladly as he would revel in his favorite authors he is prepared if needs be to sit counting the links in his chain and the stones in the wall but the parchments these are life's supreme essential indispensable requisites these represent life's irreducible minimum especially the parchments above all my hebrew bible these are the supremacies of life the hero of romance erects a pyramid upon its apex he sets out in life with one or two friends he soon multiplies the number he counts them as the years pass by the score and by the hundred and he dies at last in the possession of friendships which can be numbered by the thousand it is a false note the thing is untrue to experience the first true gentleman that ever breathed found his path 
thronged with friends at the outset but as time wore on they wore off many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him twelve remained such as they were but even that remnant must be sifted and of the twelve a selection had to be made and into the chamber of death and up to the mount of transfiguration and into the garden of gethsemane jesus taketh with him peter and james and john the pyramid is narrowing up towards its apex and when he passes from gethsemane to golgotha john alone stands by the cross and even he had wavered and jesus said unto john son behold thy mother it had tapered sharply to the unit at last especially john sir william robertson nicoll has a story of an old scotsman who lay a-dying his little room was crowded with friends presently a number of them rose and quietly left there remained his old wife jean and the trusted companions of a long pilgrimage as his frame became more feeble and his eye more dim one after another reverently rose lifted the worn old latch silently and left the room at last the old man pressed the withered hand in which his own was clasped and whispered faintly they will again you will stay and at last he and she were the sole occupants of the little chamber especially jean which things are an allegory the pyramid narrows to its apex life contracts towards its supremacies especially the parchments i have hosts of friends wrote lord macaulay in one of his beautiful letters to his sister but not more than half a dozen the news of whose death would spoil my breakfast and of that half dozen he would probably at a later stage have made a selection friendship has its supremacies the same is of course true of our libraries like the apostle we are all fond of books but our bookshelves dwindle in intensity as they grow in extensity as life goes on we accumulate more and more volumes but we set more and more store on a few selected classics of the soul the number of these favorites diminishes as the hair bleaches we have a score a dozen and at length three and if the hair gets very white we find the three too many by two especially the parchments sir h m stanley set out upon his great african exploration with quite a formidable library one cannot march eighteen hours a day under an equatorial sun and he gave a prudent thought to the long encampments and armed himself with books but books are often heavy in a literal as well as a literary sense and one by one his native servants deserted him the pyramid towering towards its apex and as a consequence stanley was compelled to leave one treasured set of volumes at this african village and another at that until at last he had but two books left shakespeare and the bible 
and we have no doubt that had africa been a still broader continent than it actually is even shakespeare would have been abandoned to gratify the curiosity of some astonished hottentots or pygmies it all comes back to the pathetic entry in lockhart's diary at abbotsford he sir walter scott then desired to be wheeled through his rooms in a bath chair we moved him leisurely for an hour or more up and down the hall and the great library i have seen much he kept saying but nothing like my ain hoose give me one turn more next morning he desired to be drawn into the library and placed by the central window that he might look down upon the tweed here he expressed a wish that i should read to him i asked from what book he said need you ask there is but one i chose the fourteenth chapter of st john's gospel he listened with mild devotion and when lockhart had finished reading of the father's house and the many mansions he said that is a great comfort the juxtaposition of phrases is arresting in the great library there is but one book the pyramid stood squarely upon its solid foundation but it towered grandly and tapered finely towards its narrow but majestic summit come says paul the aged for i am lonely bring the cloak for i am old and cold bring the books for my mind is hungry but oh if all these fail send the parchments especially the parchments life supremacies must always conquer and claim their own at the last End of part one, chapter six, recording by John Brandon.